You are listening to the Lazy Equity Podcast, brought to you by Bobby Hayeri and Darren Venter, founders of the Investors Agency and DBAR. With over 20 years' experience in real estate between them and having bought hundreds, if not thousands, of properties around the country, you are in the right place to learn all things property. This podcast is designed to educate and empower everyday Aussies to take control of their future through property. Hey guys, Bobby here from the Lazy Equity Podcast. Hope you're doing well and thanks a lot for tuning in. Super exciting. This is the very first podcast. It has been something that I have been wanting to do for quite a few years now. just never got around to it and now I think the time is perfect. So I'm super excited and thanks a lot for tuning in. In this first episode, it is going to be shorter than normal. I'm just going to give you guys a very brief rundown on a little bit about myself, a little bit about who I am, a little bit about the the companies that I'm partners in with Darren, my business partner. Just touch on why I'm passionate about property, why we love property and the benefits of property essentially. So look, we will get stuck into it. And like I said, this one will be a little bit shorter than than normal. We are going to get guests on we're going to get people on who are leaders in their field and have much more comprehensive understanding of finance, of the economy, of property than I do. So so we're going to be learning a lot from other learning a lot from other leaders in their field. You're not going to just be listening to me because that would be super, super boring. We will get some really interesting and exciting guests on. If you guys do have any interesting guests that you would like to to, to see me interview and, and and would like us to all learn from then please let me know. Please reach out on either on Facebook, Babak Hayeri, B-A-B-A-K is my first name. Hayeri is my last name, H-A-E-R-I. You can also join us on the Lazy Equity Facebook group and message us there. Let us know what you want to learn about, who you want to listen to. We're more than happy to listen to you guys. If there is specific topics that you guys want to learn about, let us know. We're more than happy to, to dive into them in a lot more detail. Podcasts are great because we can, you know, it's not like a two-minute Facebook video or a two-minute Instagram video or a story. We can we can go into information in a lot more detail. So the more value we can add to you guys, the, the, you know, the more fulfilled we're going to be. And that's the whole reason that we are creating this podcast. So let's touch on really briefly I guess who I am and a little bit about that. So look, I'm a husband to my beautiful wife, Dion. We've been together for 15 years. I am a father to my, I was going to say feral, but it's probably not appropriate on on podcast, but she's super, super cute. I do love her. She's very, very cheeky. My daughter, Mia, and we are expecting another one on the way, which is super exciting. So I've been a business owner for 14 years. As long as I can remember, I've been my own boss, which is which is great. I do love it. It does come with its own challenges, but would not trade it for the world. And been a property investor for for over ten years. So I think about eleven or twelve years. I've been a property investor and got properties all around the country, or uh, well, mostly in two different states. More than happy to touch on my portfolio as well. I'll do that in a later episode. I won't do that today. And just to let you guys know, the reason why I'm going to do that is not to gloat. It's not at all to gloat. I actually, what's one of the hardest parts of being in the industry and talking about your own portfolio is is you come across like you're gloating and, and in Australia, everyone's got tall poppy syndrome and they like to put you down. But it's more so to give you guys the confidence that if we're recommending a market for you guys, you can almost be guaranteed that either, my, either myself, my business partner, Darren, or someone else from the team is buying in that same market. As long as the banks are lending us money, we're going to be buying in those same markets. We, we, we honestly practice what we preach. And that's the main reason. So it is just to show you guys we practice what we preach. We understand it. We live and breathe it. Property is second nature to us. And yeah, like I said, I'll touch on that portfolio a little bit later on. So as I mentioned, being a business owner for 14 years, 
However, only the past three years have I been in the real estate space on a professional level. So for about nine years before that, I had nine or 10 years before that, I had a landscaping business. We did landscape maintenance. It was almost the easiest thing to get into after school, but I knew I knew quite early on, and I guess this can be some takeaway for some of you listeners out there if you're, if you're not passionate in what you're doing. I knew quite early on, I knew about one or two years in that I did not like landscaping. I didn't have a passion for it. And I had a choice quite early on when I started the business to either throw in the towel and go into something that I was passionate about. And at that age, I wasn't passionate about anything, to be honest. I would have been early 20s, late teens. I was just passionate about going out with my mates and, and painting the town red, to be honest. So I had the choice to to pretty much do nothing because I wasn't passionate about anything or strive to build up the landscaping business to a point where it didn't require my time anymore. Now that took a few years. If I knew what I do now back then, I would have done it much faster. But, you know, being in your early 20s, you don't know what you don't know, so it, it was quite a long long process for me. Probably about 7 or 8 years in, no, probably like 5 or 6 years in, I I got it to a point where I was still on the tools, but but only part-time. And then probably like the last two, three years of the business, I was pretty much off the tools and I was just putting out fires. If if there was something that went wrong, I would jump in and put the fire out. Well, actually, no, for about a year, for about the last year before that, I had someone else who was putting out the fires. Then that didn't work out. And then it was essentially me putting out the fires and that's when I shut the business down. But there was about 12 years there where I had that gardening business, did really, really well. It helped me leverage into quite a few different properties. And and I guess the takeaway for the listeners are if you're doing something you don't love, it doesn't mean you should quit. If it's your own business, you can grow it to a point where you can step away. Now, I grew it to a point where I was able to start the investors agency. So for about two years, I had the landscaping business and I also had the investors agency, but 100% of my time was spent on the investors agency and I was able to get that off the ground to a point where it was the, the major breadwinner of the family and then, and then I could let go of the gardening business. Ideally, I would have loved to have sold it. However, as it, when COVID hit, there was obviously staffing issues. I wasn't able to find staff because all my energy was with the investors agency. So we let go of that business. I learned a lot. You, know, you live and you learn. I would put the better systems and structures in place to make sure that doesn't happen again. But look, I was very fortunate for about 12 years there. I had a business that that was able to set us up to a point where we are now. And and like I said, the takeaway is if you're doing something you don't love, it doesn't mean you need to throw in the towel. If it's your own business, push yourself and motivate yourself to to hire the right staff and scale it to a point where you can step away and and focus on things that you are passionate about. So that's a bit about the past. Now, at the moment, I'm partners and direct co-directors with, with Darren Aventa. I'm sure you guys have seen him on the socials or heard him on different podcasts as well. Darren Aventa and, and myself have been in the property space for about the same time and we became partners about eight months ago in the investors agency. Now, one of the main reasons we've gone into partnership within, with the investors agency is because of another business which is coming to fruition. It's about two months away called DEBA. So DEBA actually stands for Do-It-Yourself Buyers Agency. Now, we're super, super excited about DEBA because the investors agency, look, it's an investment buyers agency, um, one of the leaders in Australia at the moment, and it is a high ticket item. So our clients in the investors agency are generally high income earners, time poor professionals. They don't have the energy or space, mental capacity to look for property themselves. So they just pay fee, buyer's agent fees are anywhere from 
10, 11,000 up to $18,000. And we do essentially the entire process for them. Now, there's always going to be a market for that. You're always going to get your high income owners who are time poor and don't have the care or don't have the time to try to buy a property themselves. Deba is tapping into the other 90% of investors, the investors who are more ambitious, the investors who are maybe not as high income earners, the investors who have a passionate for property themselves, but the investors who maybe don't know what the best markets to buy in are, or don't know how to do the due diligence checks on a property, or don't know which dwelling types are the strongest performers within a specific market. Now, Debra is targeted to them. It's a online portal, subscription model. You subscribe for a fraction of the price. You punch in your pre-approval amount, you punch in your pre-approval amount and your goals. So are you looking for cash flow? Are you looking for growth? Are you looking for a balance of the two? And Deba will give you the top performing markets in the country based on your goals. So if you're looking for high cash flow, there's going to be markets in there that can generate you an 8 or 9% yield. If you're looking for high growth, there's going to be high markets in there, which our economists predict will have over a 20% growth in the first year. So This is based on all the fundamental data that we use at the Investors Agency and all the fundamental data that we have used to generate amazing results for our clients. We are bringing in this to the market for a fraction of the price for all the other investors. So we're super, super excited about that. As I mentioned, a buyer's agent fee is anywhere from $10,000, $11,000 up to $18,000. DBAR is going to be a subscription model for a couple hundred dollars. So it's literally a fraction of the price. When you think about there's property, there's courses out there, property courses out there that are charging two, three, four thousand dollars. They don't even tell you what markets to buy in. So they're just telling you how to find the markets. Or we sort of think people don't really care how to find the markets. They just want to know what the best markets are. That's what we're doing for literally a tenth of the price of these courses that are out there as well. So if you think of it that way, it's a really exciting time for for investors out there, and and you know we we have taken on feedback from from prospects that an investor's a buyer's agency fee is quite high. We've taken that feedback on board, and we're bringing deeper into the market for all those other investors who want to do it themselves at a fraction of the price. So super super excited. That'll be a few months away. For those of you who are who are members of the Lazy Equity Facebook group, you guys will be getting a first look at, at Deba when it is announced. So we're super excited to offer it to offer it to you guys and, and and let us know your thoughts. And yeah, so so look, enough about that for now. That's not the reason for for this podcast, but that gives you a bit of an understanding about who I am, where I've come from, what I'm currently doing, and sort of where what the future sort of holds, which is super, super exciting. So let's quickly touch on why I got into property and I think why all you guys have gotten into property. So very briefly, super passionate about property to replace my income. For me, coming from an immigrant family, uh, I remember, you know, my parents are 70 and they still work six days a week. I think that's quite standard for a lot of immigrant families. I also remember seeing my dad, he was an accountant back in Iran where we were born, got his master's here in, in Wollongong when we first moved to Australia, was unable to find a job. I think back then it was a lot harder as well for, for an immigrant to, to find a job. Unable to find a job, he became a bus driver and a taxi driver, but had his master's in accounting. And I remember you know, when he was a taxi driver, he'd come home at three in the morning, Friday, Saturday nights, he'd do you know, the, the late night shifts. I remember a few times he'd come home and he'd been assaulted. It was a lot rougher back then, I think, than it is now, potentially. Maybe it's just because I don't have family in that space, so I don't know. But I do remember that growing up quite clearly. And I think I learned a few things from that experience. One thing was the work ethic that, that I saw my parents working then, and I still see them doing. That, that taught me sort of the work ethic that I do have now. 
It also taught me that I wanted to have myself set up. It's super hard for for first for first generation immigrants when they come when they you know when they migrate. It's it's super super hard. And you know, my parents sacrificed what they did for you know myself and my sister. And I remember just thinking, I want to, I would like to the future. I'd like for my family would be one that you know my kids don't have to worry if, that, that I'm working home working late or. If I want to work four days a week, I can. Or if I want to have three months off a year, I can. You know, these are all the drivers that that was sort of driving me and, and and pushing me as to why I wanted to sort of get into property. And also, like I said, my parents gave up. You know, a very good. You know, it was a very good life before the war. Then they came here because of the war. But you know, they sacrificed everything they had back in back in Iran for for my sister and myself. So for me, that gives me my drive and ambition to keep striving and keep pushing. And and, and now that I'm a father, I, I sort of can see the happier I am and the more successful I am. And successful has nothing to do with money. I just mean the ha- the happier I am and successful in terms of life that I am, the happier my parents will be as well. Because I'm, you know, it's exactly it's exactly the same thoughts that I'm having with my kids who, or with Mia, who's only 18 months old. So that's my drive and ambition. So I can have a flexible life, do what I want when I want, and live the life that sort of my parents would have dreamed for us to live when we came here. That's my drive. And for me to do that, you got to create a passive income. You got to replace your income. So for me, I'm getting into property to to replace my income to create a passive income. That's my biggest driver. The faster I can replace my income, the more flexibility I have. So that's how I've looked at property and how I've, as I mentioned, I've been a business owner for 14 years. How I've looked at my business over the last 14 years is purely a machine which can fund the serviceability for property. So I don't expect, I have never expected my businesses to help me retire or my businesses to create wealth. My businesses have purely been a vehicle to give me the funding to buy property, which is which is what's going to help me retire. So I want you guys to think about that as well. Your income is great. You obviously need that income, but your income is generally not what's going to help you retire. It's using that income to leverage into leverage. When I say leverage, I mean leverage the bank's money. So get into good debt to buy property. To then to then retire, so that's sort of how I looked at my businesses my whole life, and I think that's how you guys should generally look at your income or your business or whatever it might be. Obviously, if you're a super high income earner, then that's a different story. You can just save your way to retirement. But for the other ninety nine percent of us, you need to be using your profits in investing, your income in investing. So that's how I sort of looked at it. Cool, guys. So I hope that gives you guys a bit of an understanding. Like I said, this one's this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit briefer, just a little outline on myself, who I am. As I mentioned, you guys don't want to listen to me. This could be boring if we had to do this every single week, but I'll make sure uh, moving forward, we are going to get leaders in their space to give you guys, add some value to you guys and then help you guys wherever possible. Like I mentioned, we're going to be touching on all things property, all things finance. We're going to be touching on lifestyle mindset. For me, lifestyle and mindset is, is super important. If you guys want to succeed in real estate or in business or in finance, you need to have your mindset, need to have your lifestyle in play. They go hand in hand. You can't have your lifestyle and mindset out of tune and expect to do well in investing and, and in finance. They go hand in hand. And yeah, so so lifestyle, mindset, mental health, mental clarity, this is all stuff that's super, super passionate to me. So I'll be touching on that as well. Obviously, if they don't get the most views or the most likes, then maybe we won't because it's not just about what's passionate for me. It's about what's passionate for the listeners as well. But we don't want to just do this about finance. There are enough finance and and investing podcasts out there. So we do want to make it interesting, something relatable, something that resonates with people as well. So 
Thanks a lot for listening, guys, to the first episode. We are going to have plenty more exciting episodes leading up. We're going to be doing this weekly. Keep in tune. Also, like I said, if you guys want to follow us on the Lazy Equity Group on Facebook, we are there. Also, you can follow us on the Investors Agency on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, Bobby at the Investors Agency.com. Sorry, Darren at the Investors Agency or Bobby at the Investors Agency. That's our Instagram handles. Also on Facebook. So my real name is actually Babak, B-A-B-A-K space h-a-e-r-i so babak hayeri that's actually what my full name is so on facebook you can follow me there as well or or add me as a friend there and and let us know your thoughts if there's anything in particular you want to learn more about we're more than happy to put it on thanks a lot guys bye thanks for listening to the lazy equity podcast the advice given on this podcast is of a general nature only and you should make your own decisions before taking any financial risks if you would like to stay in touch with the show join the lazy equity facebook group or find the Investors Agency on Instagram and Facebook.